Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. Tragic scene at the Chiefs Super Bowl parade. Gunshots fired, left one person dead, 21 others wounded. Three suspects have been taken into custody and are under investigation. This was an act of violence from people who were at the parade who were armed, who got into a disagreement. It's all so disgusting. It's also infuriating. It's also sickening. Mike Danger. Our hearts go out to the people of Kansas City. I want to prop up the heroes that apprehended the suspects that are in custody right now. We'll learn more about this and we'll continue to keep the families of those affected in our thoughts. Gene Battaglia. Is this the last time we have any kind of championship parade danger? Because what more can you do to protect people? Going forward, when NFL clubs win the Super Bowl, it's gotten to a point where they're not going to do a parade. Instead, they're going to do the celebration inside the team's stadium where they can control security far better than they can in an open public space. 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan. Rochester. Hey, welcome into Happy Hour. You're in the sports bar. Danger and Bataglia. A little bit of a different tone than 24 hours ago. Well, let's just put it that way. It feels good to talk sports in the Flower City. We're glad you're with us and along for the ride, however you may be listening at 95.7 FM. AM 950, the free-to-download Odyssey app, or maybe you're checking out the stream, our our live video stream on our YouTube channel at The Fan Rochester, also on Twitch, and then your smart device when you ask it to play 95.7 The Fan. Are you excited for the Sabre game tonight? I'm going to check it out, at least. Yeah, I'll check it out. Um, I'm excited. (sighs) No, but you're talking to Paul Hamilton earlier. It's like... (laughs) okay, you're finally doing some of the things that you've been coached to do. And it seems like very basic hockey stuff, right? Get to the net. Stop looking for the perfect play. Sometimes it doesn't exist. What I love about hockey players is every post-game interview, every pre-game interview, every interview with every player, it's all the same. Got to get bodies to the net, pucks to the net, bodies to the net. Got to get pucks in deep. Pucks in deep, 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 bodies to the net, pucks in deep. It's the same thing over and over again. And it's like, all right, well, why aren't you doing it? What's the problem? 
And you know, as much as as Paul was speaking about how well the Sabers played against Dallas, you know, I think Ottinger had what forty two or forty eight saves, or some ridiculous number that night. But if it's from the outside and you can right, see it, and right. there you go. Is yeah. everybody is everybody getting in his way? No, you've got a wide open lane, and he can see everything coming his way. He doesn't get a cookie for making that many saves when he's uncontested. He, he has a clear path of vision. So you have to. You have to affect that play and and not be afraid to mix it up a little bit. And that that's I you know when we talk about Darlene, like that's always my thing. I know he's not the guy that's going to be up there mucking things up in front of the net, but I I just I think it's a bigger thing with this team. Like I just want physicality. I just want physicality, man. I just want I want there to be a guy or two on this team that spark a little fear in their opponent that make them afraid. To, to step, like, you can't stop me in front of the net. I'm going to get in front of the net, and there's nothing you could do about it. You could try to push me off my spot, but you're not going to be able to. And that's what I think the Sabres are missing. And it, part of me wonders if that's a reflection of their coach. I mean, Granado is not an aggressive guy. He's he's kind of, he's more yes. cerebral. Well, and it look, could be a generational thing. Like you and I grew up in the age of like getting your face and things you could never say in a locker room anymore. Um, Don Granado is not like that. Don Granado is more the teacher. And I always thought danger that Don Granado was right for the team as they're very young. They were the youngest team in the league. And well, now our expectations have raised. And I'm just wondering, is this really the guy that you need going forward? And I Hearing Paul today lay it out, look, look, the contract extension has yet to kick in. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, oh, fire him before the contract extension. Is there a bigger admission of failure if you're Terry Pagula? Why did you that? why did you hand out the contract extension? Yeah. Yeah, because Kevin Adams and Don Granado are married, just like Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean are married. Well, and that's how Terry Pagula is gonna run his organizations. Fair. For better or worse. Fair, but you, like, at what point do you got to make the postseason to still be married to the Sabres in that regard? Uh, 7 o'clock for the coverage tonight here on the Fan Rochester. Good show today. We talked to Mike McAllister. Hey, Orange fans, are you fired up with that conversation here? Um, McAllister, if I can kind of distill what he said, because right now the Orange 16-9, and nine, which, all right, that puts you right on the fringe. And what he is saying, Syracuse could lo- afford to lose the correspondence corresponding number to the ACC tournament, meaning if you lost two down the stretch here in the regular season, then you got to win two in the ACC tournament. If you drop just one, let's say, hey, you found the win at North Carolina State, but you lost to Clemson. All right, then you're going to have to win one in the ACC tournament. Danger, do you agree with that kind of scenario? I I feel like they need to make a little bit of a deeper run. Look, we could look at the schedule and be like, hey, they could win out. I don't know, man. No, I they're mean, not winning out. This team no. is so inconsistent. They've been so inconsistent. And as nice as, as Tuesday night was, they're not going to shoot 63% every night. So assume that they remain kind of the inconsistent team that they've been. Let's say best case scenario is they lose two. I think that's the best case scenario because they could choke. They could fall on their face. They, we've seen it already. Right. Let's say they lose two. And then you got to make it a deeper run in the, the ACC tournament. Just to Dude, yeah, I, I would think you'd have to make the final at that point. I would agree with yeah, that. Yeah, 11. So you would finish with 12 overall. You got to hey, turn some heads. Congratulations. You're an NIT team, which hasn't happened here well, in the last few years. So. I, like I, I said earlier this week, with 
the job that Autry has done in his first year, you know, stepping out from the shadow, the the massive shadow of Jim Beheim, kind of putting his thumbprint on this program, doing it his way, making tough decisions, moving on from a player who, you know, meant something to this locker room, to this program, and to see the guys react the way and respond the way that they have and and to my eyes, buy in to what he's putting out there. It's a hell of a coaching job, and it's his first year. And you get the sense, and Mike agrees, that these guys are playing for each other, that there is a culture that's been built. And some of these guys, you know, as sophomores, might might return next year. That NIL is pretty good at Syracuse, and they won't just jump to the next offer. Now, Judah might say, I'm NBA-bound. Nobody's going to stop me. I, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that. But if you were to get most of these guys back as juniors, you know, next year's an, a, another year to grow upon. And, and again, you're building a program, you're building a culture. And I think he's done a good job for his first year. Inconsistent play, but you could look at the Benny Williams dismissal as a, a turning point, a line in the sand. And certainly that win against North Carolina should give them confidence for the rest of the season and know hey, we can play with and beat anybody in this conference. No reason why we can't. So uh, that's the kind of win. That, that's a that's a program builder, right? That's the kind of win that that should give you a little bit of fuel here down the stretch. Well, first step, you got to win Georgia Tech. Then you, you're playing at NC State. So they go, you know, they're not even going back home. That's Tuesday night. And then you get your money. The very emotional day coming up Saturday next week. I don't know. How emotional is it really going to be for him? Do you think he's really going to show emotion? No. No, I think like last year was the opportunity with the guys he actually won a championship for. But I believe that Jim Beheim wasn't ready to go. That somewhere in his mind, he really thought his team would go on a run in the ACC tournament, make it to uh, make it to the NCAA tournament, and then turn around to say, "Wow, it's a wild hack!" And the chancellor and everybody else, nope, can't get rid of me now. Look at me now. Yeah, uh, you you called it clumsy. The, the whole thing was sloppy and clumsy. And hopefully, uh, this this matchup, uh, Jim Beheim Day against Notre Dame, is I'm, I'm sure it won't be handled as clumsily. And it'll be a nice. Moment. Oh, it'll be or orchestrated, yeah. and he'll have his comments at halftime, and you'll have, hey, ladies and gentlemen, and here's uh, Derek Coleman and everybody else coming out and saying hello. So yeah, um, we also spent some time talking about. Um, I mean, look, 24 hours ago, we weren't talking about much anything other than what was happening in Kansas City. Um, and and we try to, you know, look inward and reflect and think, wow, what could the future look like with that now in our rearview mirrors? If, if, if the Bills were ever to have that kind of a celebration, hell, even if it was like the Amherst winning uh, a Calder Cup, are we having the same kind of celebration? Are we going to shy away now from parades and, and, and these kind of celebrations when our teams win? Or are we going to opt for a more security-controlled environment? I Look, then you're getting rid of all parades, honestly, because like you have the St. Patrick's Day parade coming up, and that's a big deal to people. And um, your update from yesterday, there was a third person that was arrested after we got off the air last night. We learned that two of the three are juveniles. There's another report out of Kansas City today that the prosecutor, uh, for those juveniles, the uh, prosecutor wants to try them or press charges as an adult. So we have that. We have the one woman who passed. We learned she was a radio DJ, Lisa yeah. Lopez. 
Right. And um, yeah, it's just horrible. You got three people in custody and, and we'll learn more and, and maybe there's something behind the motives or maybe it was just just stupid. It, it sounds ar- like it was stupid. Argument yeah, yeah. escalated. Somebody got hot with their gun and started firing it off and it just, you know, ridiculous. Um, so, you know, yesterday was one of those days where, Gino, I don't know how you felt. I went home and I'm like, okay. You know, I hate where we are. I hate what this is all about, what all of this represents. But we we kind of power through. We we look ahead. I don't like that we're kind of numb to this and we've become numb to this. But we also need to inject more sports into our world here. This is what you come to us for. And that's what we're we're here to give you today. Yeah. Like when you're going to an Italian restaurant, chances are you want an Italian meal. You're going to a steakhouse. You want a steak. So you're coming to our show. You want sports. It just so happened that yesterday there was a sporting news that crossed into something else. Um, there was one story yesterday that did happen, and we, we touched on this yesterday. I think it's fascinating that you have a Super Bowl team. Your defensive coordinator held – now it's it's the MJ-LeBron debate. All right, so you held one of those two quarterbacks, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. You held Patrick Mahomes in 19 points in 60 minutes, and you're fired. You, your 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 team would have had a different outcome had you had to score a touchdown rather than kick a field goal with Steve Wilkes. You weren't surprised. I'm surprised that kind of you know Shanahan couldn't just kind of suck it up at least give this half a beat. All right, and the emotion of the season, everything kind of dies down at that point. But he got rid of him right away. But then you brought up a point danger that well, if you look at the history of. No, like Kyle Shanahan, Mike Shanahan, and yeah, you know, it seems like defensive coordinator. That's just something that you would change, just like a backup quarterback. I just think to myself in the NFL and in football in general, offense hates defense, defense hates offense. In practice every day, you're competing against each other. Nobody wants to look bad. Nobody wants to get shown up. Offense hates defense. Defense hates offense. If you're a defensive-minded head coach, you probably have ill feelings towards the offense. If you're a defensive-minded head coach. Uh, if you're an offensive-minded head coach, you have ill feelings towards the defense. The Shanahan disciples that we discussed are all offensive-minded guys. And what made it not shocking to me is that each one of these guys has rifled through defensive coordinators at a pretty staggering clip here. Shanahan's gone through four in eight years. So eight years, head coach, Four different defensive coordinators. In fairness, two guys found jobs as head coaches. So this was different. What's Mike McDaniel's excuse in Miami? Because he's gone through three in three years. Well, yeah, we think that Vic Fangio is a guy you would want to have on the staff, and that seemed to have a conflict. I suppose that you could make the same uh, excuse for McVay in L.A. as you did with Shanahan because his guys have gone on to get jobs, but he's gone through four in eight years. Every two years. LaFleur in in, uh, Green Bay has gone through a defensive coordinator once every two years. He's gone through three in six years. This is uh, a product of the Shanahan coaching tree. We're doing our part on offense to score as many points as we can. You just need to come up with a stop in overtime if you want to keep your job. Would you have gotten rid of them if they win that game? I don't think so. No, I think so. Um, And I've seen this point made, too, because the 49ers kind of lived dangerously in that postseason. They did. Honestly, like, you go back to the Green Bay game. Like, there's no reason. Like, could you just imagine 
Shanahan just gritting his teeth, watching his defense struggle. And Jordan Love, who the heck is Jordan Love doing this here? Or how his defense, you're watching Detroit come in and do a number. And we we talked a lot about the mistakes that Detroit made in the second half, but that defense didn't look Super Bowl worthy uh, against either of those teams. So in my opinion, this decision wasn't made on Wednesday or Tuesday. Probably was made after the Detroit game. Like, okay, you know what? We're here. But my gosh, if we don't win this game, forget it. I'm moving on from this guy. And if you don't have that relationship danger, that's also part of this too. Well, I wonder how that's- much of, of Kyle Shanahan and Steve Wilkes was, this was a kind of um, a shotgun wedding, not really an arranged marriage. That Right. Because you had Ryan's leaving for Houston. You got to bring in somebody else. You as a head coach, the the, the quarterback head coach relationship, that's number one. But head coach and relationship with coordinators, that's vital. I mean, it was poisonous between McDermott and Dable, but Dable had the exit right there. Okay, go go become a head coach. How are they today? No, no relationship whatsoever. Yeah. And when I look at McDermott now, people will talk about this Bills team and what they'll do on defense and what who they'll draft and everything else. I don't want to skip over this. He's got two, two green coordinators. Yes. Very green. If you're like, oh, come on, Joe Brady has experience at LSU. Look at Babbage, his family tree. No, no, no. I'm comparing it to Kansas City. Look at Andy Reid. And he has a Hall of Fame defensive coordinator. Yes. Talk about that. Look at Spagnola's record. And then you have an offensive coordinator that was a head coach in this league. So there's experience on both sides to the point where Andy Reid, he just trusts Spagnuolo. Yeah. And they're guys that have made mistakes in the NFL. The NFL can humble you. And the 10 years of Spagnuolo and Matt Nagy as head coaches didn't go well. But they found safe haven in Kansas City working under Reid. And you're right. They can be who they are, and Reed can trust them, knowing these guys have made mistakes. They're not going to make the same mistakes twice. And I don't know that, that you know, you'll get the same thing out of Sean McDermott. Like nobody likes to be micromanaged, but I feel like Sean McDermott is probably gonna micromanage both of his coordinators this year. You can't do that. You you what you can do is like when it comes down to game planning and everything else, Monday. You're you're involved Monday through Saturday, but on game day, you know you you shouldn't be overruling. You shouldn't say, "Give me that!" Like like he's McDermott done did. that. He's like, done he's that. done that. No no no, you can't do that. And even if that means that might cost you a a series, it might cost you a game at some point. How are you developing these coordinators? Because when you get to a Super Bowl, if the Bills ever get to a Super Bowl again. Um, you, you got to be thinking big picture. Kyle Shanahan, not thinking big picture at the end of the, going in overtime, really wasn't. Like Andy Reid was. Can Sean McDermott be thinking big picture? Well, if he's concerned about what Babbage is calling or if he's concerned that, hey, we don't have enough balance here on offense, like that, that, that's got to be the adjustment for McDermott. Can he get these guys, both of these talented but green coordinators in a good spot? Yeah, young guys, and through collaboration, maybe maybe you limit the amount of mistakes, but let's just call it for what it is. They're both going to make mistakes next season. They're they're both going to have some some scars uh, and and some warts on their resume. It's 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 inevitable. They're too young and too inexperienced to not fall on their face 
and learn from those mistakes. I'm okay. I'm okay with it. I mean, we might not like it in the moment that it happens. We might lament it when you, you you call the wrong play or you have the wrong alignment on defense and you get torched. Or like, let's for instance, uh, there's a game where Joe Brady you know veers off from the run or something like that. Well, I don't know if McDermott would allow that. Like when McDermott all of a sudden starts calling the plays, or hey, Joe, we got to run the ball here a little bit more. Honestly, it's like you you make mistakes in the game and then you kind of learn after the fact. Yeah, does McDermott have that sort of patience? I don't know that he does. I really don't know that he does. But this this will be a test for him as a leader as well. It can't just be about developing the players. It's it's about developing your staff. Hey, look, he's done a good job. So, you know, you've seen guys accelerate their careers and move on to bigger and better things. You've also seen it go horribly wrong in firing guys in the middle of the season. Um, But it is when you compare who you're trying to beat versus where you are. I mean, who in the NFL has a better threesome for head coach, offensive and defensive coordinator than what they have in Kansas city. I don't know that anybody does. Chris writing in what the NFL offense hates the defense. I asked Kevin Gilbride and bum Phillips. If that's true? No, no, Chris, hold on timeout. Not bum Phillips. That was Buddy Ryan. Yeah. Buddy Ryan took a swing at Kevin Gilbride. Yeah. Buddy Ryan and Kevin Gilbride. <laughs> wow. How how times have changed. If you saw that now, and I know we'll get to this in shots, yeah, throwing punches usually frowned upon. Not really good to throw punches. Listen, if you're from Rochester, we're going to turn a blind eye. Oh, to we that, don't want to talk you know? about anybody from no, Rochester throwing punches. No, no. If you In went a, to McQuaid, everything's fine. Oh, no, no, no. You uh, get like there was a reason. Isaiah for it. Stewart uh, is somebody that I thought we claimed. We're so provincial. He's yeah, one of us. We right? have, didn't you see him go after LeBron the one time? Yeah, and he turned into this meme. It oh, was he's, great. He's yeah. one of us. No, he's not one of us. Anymore. We don't want to claim him anymore after last night. No, really. Not unusual to get arrested before a game. Let's know? let's set up for a round of shots here in the sports. Yes, bar. as we got Wayne Wilson coming up uh, later this hour. Uh, we've got the Sabers. We've got the Amherst coming up. We'll talk about uh, Isaiah Stewart here as well. And then, uh, yeah, something uh, on TV tonight you might want to check out. And how uh, the Caitlin Clark game is actually going to be a little different on Peacock. All right, that's on the way next. Your calls uh, as well at 866-4-FAN and RIT men's hockey coach Wayne Wilson stopping by for last call here on the Sports Bar. Danger and Bataglia on the fan. You're listening to the Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. The Fan Rochester Sports Update. Sabres hockey tonight here on the Fan Rochester. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. After Buffalo hosting the Florida Panthers, Don Granado knows this is a tough matchup. It's going to be a hard-fought game. Um, They don't give you much for time and space. Uh, They come in, I think, on a nine-game road winning streak, so their confidence is very high. Uh, And they they were in complete control of that game last night in in Pittsburgh against a very experienced team. So we need to stay in the moment and be ready. Our coverage begins at 7 o'clock here tonight on The Fan. The Amherst began their seven-game in 11-day stretch with a win at Utica. Amherst home tomorrow night against Wilkes-Barre Scranton. RIT is home tomorrow and Saturday against Air Force. We'll talk later this hour with Tigers head coach Wayne Wilson. One football note today, the Seattle Seahawks will play quarterback Geno Smith. His $12.7 million roster bonus, meaning he is going to be on the roster next season. Gene Battaglin, the sports leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan Rochester. Got a smart speaker at home? Listen to the sports leader, The Fan Rochester at home, by asking it to play 95.7 The Fan. Yeah, I saw a pretty good stat. I think they're 9-1 their last 10 or somewhere on the streak. Um, so they're obviously good on the road, and I feel like you know they bring it every game, whether it's in their barn or if it's home game for us. Um, they're a good team. Uh, they got good players and a lot of good goal scorers, and I feel like they have a little tenacity in their game that um, you know we haven't seen from some teams. So um, we played them a lot of times over the past few years, so obviously um, you know I know what to expect, but uh, I'm excited. I think it'll be a, a good tilt, and hopefully we get another W. Sabres defenseman Jacob Bryson on tonight's matchup against the Florida Panthers coming up here on the Fan Rochester at 7. Yeah, the thing that uh, one of the stressful things about this for the Sabre fans, like you would have thought had the Sabres get get good goaltending, they'd be in a much better position. Well, they're getting a goaltending. UPL made 33 saves and that went over the Kings. That was his fourth shutout of the season. That's the most shutout by a Sabre goaltender in over a decade. Ryan Miller had four in 11 and 12. It was the biggest margin of victory that game since 2008 when the Sabres beat Atlanta 8 nothing, And so tonight, can the Sabres make it two in a row? Our coverage will begin at 7 o'clock. Yeah, uh, looking forward to it. I'll check it out. I'm keeping my expectations in check just based on how inconsistent this team has been from year to year, or from game to game. The brutal seven games in 11-day stretch start off on the right foot for the Amherst. They jumped off to the quick 3 nothing lead. That always helps. Uh, riding that to a 6-2 win. Devin Levi making 37 saves. Rochester now has taken 10 of the last 11 from the Comets. Wilkes-Barre Scranton making their only appearance at the arena tomorrow night. 
Uh, I like this. I like uh, starting this uh, stretch off with the win against a team that you should beat, that you have beaten. And uh, I also think that the, the Penguins are are a beatable opponent tomorrow night at home. This is a good start to this this brutal part of the schedule for Seth Appert's squad. Detroit Pistons center McQuay Jesuit grad Isaiah Stewart arrested last night. This were punching Phoenix. He didn't go to McQuaid. We're, we, that's not true. He's okay. not. He's not one of us. Oh, he's not one of no. us. When I, I'm reading this story, he's not one of us. Uh, Isaiah Stewart, who uh, went to Washington U- University. Yeah. Um, yeah, there we go. Uh, punch Phoenix's Drew Eubanks in the face. This happened in the tunnel prior to the game. Now, no one is saying what led up to it. We don't have a video of this. Now, the Suns were quick to put out a statement backing up their guy. Quote, the attack on Drew Eubanks was unprovoked, and acts of violence such as this are unacceptable. We unequivocally support Drew and will continue to work with local law enforcement and the NBA. Stewart was issued a citation and released. He was not going to play in the game anyway. He's dealing with an injury. I wonder what uh, the NBA does now for... um Isaiah Stewart, what kind of a punishment will they put down? Well, I'm just wondering, like, something like this, like, either it was the Suns or Eubanks, they had to press charges, right, for something like this. Yeah. Like, what leads up to, it's not like there's police in the tunnel. Yeah. Like, you had to say, hey, he punched me, call the police. You know, I, I What led up to this? What was the like, charge? It was assault, right? Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing, guys? You're a professional athlete. No. no you, you can't just walk up to people. No. And, yeah. no. You can't walk up to your opponent and just punch. I mean, I know that. God, do you remember the clip of, of Trent Williams and Richard Sherman when the when the when Washington played Seattle? I want to say it was oh, post game. Wow. And he just said to him, uh, Williams basically said to him, I'm going to what are you going to do about it? He's like, I'm going to punch you in the face. Williams Dex Sherman right in the face. Sherman yeah. eats the punch. And, you know, like that, that just shouldn't happen. It just, it can't happen. It it happens probably in the course of a game more than, I don't know. I just, like, I, I saw that story. I'm like, what a knucklehead. What are we doing? Yeah, well, geez, there was a, remember this video from the Washington football team? This is going back decades, but Michael, what, what was it? Was, Michael Westbrook fighting. Uh, the, the video is stunning. There's like beating the crap out of Brian Davis was the running back at that uh-huh. time. Or Steven Davis. Steven, Steven Davis. Davis sure. Steven Davis, yeah. Yeah. I just remember. It I happens. Just, right. It does happen. And it usually happens during or after the game. Not before the what game. What are you doing like, before the game that's got you so fired up you got to clock somebody in the face? You're not even playing that night. I don't. Right. With that, we're headed to the All-Star break after tonight's action. A light night, just three games. Milwaukee at Memphis, 8 o'clock on TNT. And then uh, we get the All-Star game Sunday in Indianapolis on that fun new glass court. Can't wait. The Live Tour has a problem. No one's watching. No one cares. Despite having the biggest names in the sport, including John Rom. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, amongst sporting events this past weekend, while the Phoenix Open finished third in TV ratings, now that's pretty good, considering while well, Super Bowl will be number one, being Liv was 51st on Saturday. This despite the fact it was actually right there in Vegas mm. with Dustin Johnson winning. Mm. Not sure that uh, PIF, Public Investment Fund, really cares about American TV ratings. No, though. I don't think so. I don't think so. And these guys don't care either, by the way. Like, you got your money, you get to play, and you don't have to worry. Like, if you're John Rom, you're you're like, God, I'm 
so glad I'm in Vegas for Super Bowl weekend rather than the Phoenix Open dealing with drunken, overweight dude doing snow angels in the, in the bunker. Yeah, yelling during my backswing, everything else. Like the PGA has a problem, you know, when it comes to Phoenix and other places. So, yeah, we are, what, two months away here from uh, Augusta National. Hello, friends. Uh, former New York Met Lenny Dykstra suffered a stroke. Uh. He's in an L.A. area hospital. Now, Dykstra was a fan favorite in New York and then with the Phillies, but his post-playing days haven't been great. Here's just some of the lowlights. He was charged with grand theft auto in 2011, bankruptcy fraud in 2012, served timed in a prison in 2013, most recently was accused of making terroristic threats against an Uber driver. But those charges were dropped. Dykstra is right now at 61 Full years old. Full disclosure, I thought he was already dead. I, I don't know why. Wow. I, I really like, I, I didn't realize that Dykstra was still alive. He's just one of those sad tales that you, you heard some of this stuff that happened to him in his post playing career, and I I thought one of those stories was he'd already passed. So when you when I when I hear you talking about him suffering a stroke, I'm like, wait a minute, he's he's still with us. Well, they did uh, the you know the, the Mets '86 retrospective on the 30 for 30, and then uh-huh. Dykstra was part of it. He could barely put two words together at that point. That was a couple of years ago. Yeah, so. That's sad. Finally, tonight, you got another option tonight. It's Caitlin Clark night. She's going to break the record. Uh-huh. You would figure. She needs just eight points to set the all-time scoring mark as Iowa hosts Michigan. The game has an 8 o'clock start on Peacock. There we go with Peacock again. Peacock will have also an alternate feed tonight. They're calling it the Caitlin Cast, a feed that is 100% with the camera and all times on the Iowa Star. Hope she doesn't pull a Bayheim. I think... <laughs> I, I don't think she will. Um, I feel kind of bad because with only needing eight points, it's going to be very anticlimactic. Like, okay, you're going to stop the game and have a big ceremony after she scores eight points. Uh, it's a it's a great achievement, but I want to see her win it all. That's what we're waiting for, like the rematch with win her. Win it all. You're a great player, great players make those around them better. Ascend, make them better and win it all. You want to you want to change the game? You want to make everybody fall in love with your sport? That's a story that I think everybody can buy. Your individual achievements are nice and and we'll we'll always remember your time at Iowa. Win it all and become a legend. That's it. Yeah. Got right. Wayne Wilson coming up here. Wayne Wilson, RIT men's hockey coach joining us next in the sports bar as we close up shop. Uh and we'll uh, tell you about tomorrow afternoon as well here next on the fan. You're listening to the Sports Bar with Danger and Battaglia on 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan Rochester. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. The beer is cold and the wings are hot. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan, Rochester. Appreciate you stopping by the sports bar, Danger and Battaglia. Tomorrow we'll talk some baseball with Jim Riley from Ball Cap Sports at 425. Which, uh, you see this note that came across, Ron Manfred is announcing when he's going to step away. And you're 2029. I heard you say 2025. 2029. Five. Uh, no, it's not. I know you would. I'd wish for 2024, yeah, quite please. honestly. Right. Uh, we'll get uh, Riley's take on that. He does great work at uh, Ball Cap Sports and also the Barreled Up Odyssey exclusive podcast. It's a big weekend for RIT men's hockey. Yeah, no doubt. As uh, the Tigers taking on Air Force, Air Force always uh, you know a tough opponent. Head coach Wayne Wilson joining us in the sports bar. Coach, appreciate the time. Uh, uh, first of all, let's start off with uh, you know the weekend at Mercyhurst, where I'm sure you wanted probably more than the than the two points you got. But how do you think your your team fared down there? Yeah, well, we we won the first game in overtime, and and I thought we were a little sloppy, and that we uh, just got a little comfortable and made it a track meet a little bit up and down. Uh, I'm sure it was entertaining for the fans, seven six overtime, but um, I didn't think we played that well uh, in that particular game. Uh, but come out with the win and the, and the two points, uh, and then the second game I thought we played really well and. Uh, uh, we ended up losing the game 3-2, but uh, I thought we still played well. We created a lot of chances. We limited the chances for them. Uh, it was just one of those games that uh, we came out at the short end, but uh, still generated. I, I think we had something like 40-some-odd shots. Very reminiscent of the of the game we lost at home to Mercier's 2-0 when we outshot them, like 40-something to 15 in shots. So sometimes it's just uh one of those things so uh but on the road and uh prior to that we we're i think uh seven games without a loss and, and regulation so you know it catches up to you so we we, we start our battery here we start our uh our team and uh we've got four games left and like to you know get get after it uh in these last four games and and really get ready for the playoffs. Yeah, Wayne, how much emphasis in your mind is getting that uh, regular season championship, the number one seed in the home ice that comes along with that? Yeah, you know, not not as much as what I guess people would think we're in position to win. So obviously we'd, we'd like to win. Uh, I think it is a good accomplishment. Uh, it's, it's a long year, and uh, our league is 26 games, so uh, that would be good. Um, but we, we just want to be playing well and, uh, going into the playoffs. And I think that's our main focus. We, we learned last year that, um, you know, winning the regular season is just that. And, but it, it doesn't really satisfy the goals that we have of going on to the NCAAs and, and things like that. So, um, we're in position, so we're definitely going for it, but, um, it's not going to be the be all end all 
Uh, if we don't, we want to be just making sure that we play well and uh, we are ready and, and healthy for the playoffs. Yeah, Wayne Wilson, our guest here, uh, Tigers against Air Force. Uh, for folks who maybe are, you know, get cut, jumping in here, football is over, and you know w- what to watch for if you haven't been paying attention to the Tigers. I'll point out one thing: is uh, Wayne, your team has a defensive pair that that there's not too many teams in college hockey where your offense comes from the blue line the way it does with with Casero and and Aiden Hanson Bucata and you know we'll probably see both of those guys I would figure at the next level when their time at RIT is done but I just guess my question is when it comes to Casero Casero by the way leading the NCAA amongst defensemen with 13 goals on the season I, I would think he'd be pretty, you know, that that would be key number one for any team, you know, wanting to take away that shot. But that seems uh, easier said than done, Coach. Yeah, and they've got great chemistry together to begin with. Uh, you're right on. Uh, I mean, both of them were first team all league uh, last year. I, you know, I, I think uh, they're certainly in contention for that again. Thirteen goals is an awful lot of goals. Uh, for anyone uh, playing Division One hockey, uh, never mind a, a defenseman, I think a lot of teams have keyed on them, which makes the 13 goals even that uh, much tougher. I mean, I, you could probably say the same thing with Ovechkin. I think everyone knows where he's going to be scoring his goals on the power play, and they, I think a lot of teams key on that. But uh, he's very unselfish. Uh, we call him JoJo Gianfranco uh, Casero, but we, uh, in that. Um, uh, on the power play, uh, he just wants the unit to score, and and uh, then Aiden has been able to benefit off that as he's shooting a lot more. And uh, you've got Wilkie on the other side, and Laskowski and, and Wild. They're all contributing on the power play. So uh, we've got a good power play. It, it, it does go in streaks at times, but um, uh, JoJo is certainly someone that uh, people have to key on. Yeah, for for years, you know, it, you know, Atlantic hockey was, if not RIT, many years would be Air Force and vice versa. So here comes Air Force again, Wayne, and they were down last year, but here they are, you know, back up. And I look at, you know, them on paper, I see, you know, one one good line here, and I also see a, a pretty good goaltender. What, what do you think your team has to do this week against Air Force? Well, I think uh, work ethic has got to be there right from the start. Whenever you play one of the academies, they're their mentality of uh, their work ethic and their never quit is always uh, difficult to match. Uh, they've got really good special teams, very similar to us. I think uh, nationally we are uh, uh, just, uh, I think one or the other, just ahead of Air Force and maybe the power play and just behind them in the penalty kill or vice versa. So their, their special teams are very good. Power play in particular They've got uh, Gavin, uh, Rowe, and Hedden are three uh, players uh, to really uh, uh, keep an eye on on their power play. And they're five-on-five as well. But I think uh, that – so we want to be good in our special teams this weekend uh, where we think we have an advantage is our five-on-five play. We've been able to uh, really, uh, offensively speaking, get things going five-on-five, which has been critical for us uh, along with having good special teams. But – um, and then we've got Tommy Scarpone in, in back in the net. So, um, but uh, no easy games in our league. So we're expecting uh, uh, really two hard-fought games. Are for the fans that have been out, and we've had a lot of uh, great support here over our last few games. We've certainly been entertaining. So hopefully we get people out again this weekend. But 
have been great hockey games down at the Gene Palacini Arena here uh, recently. Did you uh, go out for the, the Bean Pot Monday night, uh, Wayne? Yeah, well, that's a great question. I did not. Uh, I'm able to get it on my TV at home now, so I didn't have to venture out. But, uh, yeah, that normally is a date night with my wife. <laughs> what a great husband I am, uh, taking her out to go watch the Bean Pot yeah. hockey game. Uh, did you remember uh, it was Valentine's Day yesterday, Wayne? <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I did, yeah. Yeah, I was good with that. So, uh, uh, no, but, uh, yeah, so... Uh, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to our, our stretch run here, and and as our season regular season comes to an end, and uh, see uh, what our matchups are going to look like for the playoffs. Yeah, Wayne cannot wait uh, tomorrow night seven oh five and the early start on Saturday five oh five. Wayne, thanks for your time today, and good luck against Air Force. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Thanks, Wayne. Uh, you got a note about tonight's Sabers game too before yeah. we get to. Uh, oh yeah. UP, UPL is not playing tonight. He's now day-to-day with some unknown injury, so it's going to be Eric Comrie. Fan-freaking-tastic. Fan-freaking-tastic. Oh. Sabres tonight at 7, but listen anyways. Oh, they just won 7 other yeah, Okay. Let's see what happens. If, if they get it, get it done against Florida with Comrie and no UPL... Well, we'll be here tomorrow to talk about it. That's that's for that's sure. yeah, that's gonna be. But as you like to say, sometimes danger feels like a loss. <laughs> feels like a loss. Uh, Jim Riley, Ball Cap Sports, and Barreled Up Podcast tomorrow, four twenty-five. We thank you for listening to the Sports Bar. The JR Sport Brief is next on the Fan. You're listening to the Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. <laughs> On 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan Rochester. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 